This is EO Access Jamaica Podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, Episode 7. Oh, we're drinking a lot of coffee, darling. Welcome to Sensi Medical Cannabis House. Relax and rely on your mind, body and soul. Improve your focus, manage your stress levels and say goodbye to anxiety. Elevate your experience. Visit us today inside the Pulse Complex, 38A Trafalgar Road, Kingston, Jamaica. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at SensiMeds. I need my air, man. I need the air, man. I need a breathe. I need a breathe. I need a breathe, baby, 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 baby. Yeah, yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Hold on, my son. What's up, everybody? It's me, and yes, it's the end of summer. Summer done, and I'm happy because I'm welcoming winter. Summer in Jamaica, as I've been saying, was hella hot. It was so hot. It was like, I ain't wearing no bra hot. I'm happy to just walk around my house naked hot. It was just damn hot. And I want to rant about National Water Commission and also National Road Works for those that are Jamaican that don't know all the tingo. We had no water. Kingston was like a was the worst place to be in Jamaica for the summer because there was no water. It's big up to the big up to all the massives that like to bucket bait and have to bucket bait right now because Jano's start was rough. It was rough. So a little water come back and the road is kind of getting back a little bit better now, but we still got those manholes that everyone is bumping into. So Constant Spring Road will still be named Baghdad. It's a war zone for me, same way. And um, also Marcus Garvey Drive is um, the apocalypse, you know, because I don't even know where I'm going when I reach down there. Anyway, let's talk about what was hot for the summer apart from the heat. Who was hot for the summer? Hands down, it's going to be my special guest for this episode of Reasonings with Odessa. And that is coffee. Yeah. Coffee come in like a rapture and she just rapture everybody rapture the industry she was not only played the most on radio here locally in jamaica she's played in the region she is just a global superstar right now and she you know toast was dominating everything everywhere she was seen on top radio i mean top television shows such as jimmy kimmel she's been her music has been sung by top celebrities it's it's just ridiculous and it's so ridiculous as well that some it just made a lot of the industry locally bad minding her for what i don't know we should be celebrating that a young gifted musician such as her is out there in the world putting a good face on what is fresh and what is hot and what is young out of jamaica and she's doing it in the purest sense and she's not selling out our culture and our image nothing so 
Um, big up to coffee. I, I think that's the only person I can talk about that was really hot for the summer, apart from the heat. I, I don't know. I don't know anything else. You know, we're going to welcome a new festival that's going to be coming back very soon. Um, Reggae Sunsplash is coming back. So I'm really interested to see what's happening with that. Reggae Sunfest was pretty dope. You know, it was a bit tight and crowded, but production as always was pretty dope and it was a return of Budget Banton to a festival that wasn't anything to do with his so yeah that was cool but you know what let's get into this interview because I know you all are waiting to hear what Coffee has to say I, I caught up with Coffee like a few months back while she had a little break um, on the road and um, she calls me auntie guys my relationship with Coffee goes back about two and a half years to three years and I was introduced to her by Kumar Bent of formerly of Raging Fire so sit back drink some coffee with white rum because that's a sponsor that's what I was sipping on coffee and a little bit of white rum so sit back relax and let's get into this reasonings with none other than coffee before we get started guys hold on before we get started Coffee and I did not do this interview while in a bathroom or a toilet. It sounds echoey, but I had a mic issue. Um, but you still can hear the fabulous coffee. So um, I'm really sorry about the audio. The next ones will be a lot better. Anyway, let's get going because I'm just rambling. Let's get going. It's Reasonings with Odessa, everybody. And I am so freaking blows and skirt happy to have with me my niece who I call her my niece it's two years I've been knowing about this daughter she's a beautiful soul a beautiful person a beautiful spirit and she's the hottest thing since sliced bread right now everybody at our altar I want to say welcome coffee how are you my love to us <laughs> I'm fine thank you thanks for having me I'm so happy that we could have these reasonings right now so your real name is Michaela Simpson yes it is who is Michaela Simpson versus coffee all right to be honest I've actually, like, coffee has been my nickname ever since I was about 12 years old. So the person I am now is literally, like, coffee resonates with me so much that it, there's not much of a difference, to be honest. And I'm, like, a pretty much straightforward person, like, what you see is what you get. So um, I would just say, like, I would like to think I'm a humble person. Um, a very, I can be very friendly. I think I'm very polite. I do. Um, yeah. I thank think, you. I think so. Thank you, thank you. And it's about two years I've known you, and yeah. I've, there's no difference. Like, I told, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about you, and I said that the difference with coffee versus some of the other up-and-coming talent is that you have that Usain Bolt factor of humbleness. Thank you. thank you. So everybody can, you greet everybody the same way, you deal with everybody the same way, same like you're saying, but up to this day, somebody goes to you saying, can I get an autograph? You'll give it to them. And yeah. he is like the boss right yeah. now. And that's the difference. Um, why are you so humble? Like, what's, what makes you so humble? I was raised in a humble background. So, you know, it was basically just me and mommy. And she taught me, I would say, all the good things and how to be a simple person mm -hmm. yet impactful mm -hmm. 
and I think I just took everything from her. She's always been a humble person because she she's an actress, so she like would come on um, commercials from time to time on IT and fancy get yeah. and stuff like that. So she would have her moments to where she go. What's mommy's stage name? Well, they give her different stage names based on the occasion, but her name is Joanne Williams. Joanne Williams. Yeah, many people know her by that as well. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. She's Thank you. Person. Thank you. So you speak about Spanish town where you're from a lot in your music. Definitely. What is it? What was it like growing up? And where do you see the future? What do you want the future for Spanish town? Because you know the community has gone through a lot, and it's they recently won like um, what's it called? It school challenge quiz. Yeah. So that's a big deal for them. But what is it? What was it like growing up? And where do you see the future of Spanish town? And where do you want it to be? Um. Growing up in Spanish Town was a simple, like, a, like almost a small town vibe as opposed to like a Kingston or a city mm-hmm. vibe. So it was definitely a difference for me to go to school here. But St. Jago High School, which I said won the school challenge, school challenge, which they were like a very known school. So they're like the, the one of, I think they're the traditional high school mm-hmm. of Spanish Town and of St. Catherine mm-hmm. as a whole. They're like say. two, they celebrate two. 174 years in yeah. school and that's like wow, yeah. I can't believe it yeah. but, legendary yeah. <laughs> but Spanish Town is like rough like people don't like to go through Spanish Town Spanish Town is a bad name people like Chronics and you are doing you know bringing Spanish Town again more forward what is the future though what do you want to see happening to, in, in, in the community I want to see more productivity in Spanish Town. So as you would say, a lot of people don't like driving through Spanish Town or passing through. There is like, there you have a lot of, especially in the town, you have a lot of people who just hang out on the streets like day and night. Once they finish school and they like, them have a thing where they hustle. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see, like, I would love to intervene in Spanish Town in a way that, you know, like, you can, when we can uplift the people them and make them not like, just sit around anymore, but find something, anything to do, you know? Cause see, I, I, I stopped going to school like after 11th grade, mm-hmm. but I'm still trying my best to make something of myself. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see everybody trying to do that as well and aiming for something rather than just sitting you know, around. Sitting around. There's a great energy in Spanish Town. I was there filming a couple of weeks ago when I was in the market area and, and stuff like that. And I just mm. I actually thought about you and asking you that question. And also mm. later on, I want to speak to Chronix a little bit more about that. But, mm. Yeah, so you have this newfound fame, and as we were just talking about the whole Usain Factor thing, um, what is it that you, well let's scrap that, I'm going to edit that bit out. Mm. I want to talk about your style. We're kind of dressed the same today, we're repping Adidas. Mm. <laughs> Adidas, you, you need to sponsor her. I have a link for it, but you need to sponsor her. <laughs> Big things, I said a good thing then. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you, you're really, tell us about your style because that's what people like about you. Yeah. They like that you're not overtly sexual like the rest of the black artists. I won't say just reggae artists, I say yeah. black female artists out there are always told to be overtly sexual or sexy or whatever. Why is it that you like to just dress as you are? Um, you know, well, first of all, I would say a part of me was raised that way because mommy raised me in the church. Mm-hmm. So I was always not a very ex, well, you know, ex, I don't, yeah, oh yeah, I never exposed a lot growing mm-hmm. up when I wore clothes and I think I would say no, that I just very comfortably. So however, I, like, whatever I feel like feeling like on a particular day, I try to dress like that. So like, for instance, today I had rehearsal, so I knew that I wanted to wear 
a little track pants mm-hmm. and a nice comfortable shirt. Guys, we're actually twinsies today because we're both in black and white Adidas. Adi- track yeah. pants. Both in Adidas sneakers. <laughs> I just not wearing an Adidas top today. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll see the picture of it later. Definitely. Alright, tell us about when you fell in love with DJ. And did you used to have battles at school? No, we never have them exciting things about the guys had it though, the boys had battles and stuff. But I remember when I was 14 years old, I was in ninth grade and I, I felt like a sudden yearning for reggae music somehow. So I remember I went in on Chronix, Protege, people like Runkos, Leela Sevana, mm-hmm. Royal Blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, remember, I was just like a, like a reggae baby and at that time when I was sharing like, the songs I was listening to with, you know, my peers and stuff. I remember Rimkos have a song named Victim and it word for word and music played on my guitar and stuff. And then, um, Protege particularly, I knew a song by him that's titled um, not a marijuana song, acoustic, the acoustic mm-hmm. version, and it's so amazing for like play. The flow is sick, and I would always do that. Like I would sit at the front of the school with my guitar every morning oh, wow. and just learn new songs and yeah. just play. Just you know, yeah. impress the people passing by. And there was a security guard who always support me. So when him see me, they look out for me, so <laughs> make sure I was name? there. No, he never told me his name oh, to be honest. But if I see him, I, yeah. if I see him, I do know him. Though. I'm a general that yeah. you get me. So like. I don't know. Like I just fell in love with music through playing my guitar and you know performing other people's songs, and I was like, wow. I think I would like to have something like this for myself lyrically. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start writing pieces now. And as I performed, I, like I enjoyed performing any song with with my guitar. Like if it's just sing back somebody's song or spit somebody flow, right. like it felt really good. So I was like, I wanted to create some. And I started, you know, practicing with rhyming and stuff, start simple, cataract, but you know, school tool rule. So yeah, but over like I did it every day and over time. I was a very like a keen person, so I listened a lot and when I heard a new word I try to rhyme it and rhyme it like as much as I can so mm-hmm. I create a whole like a like a whole not a song but like a probably like a verse or so just yeah. off a one rhyming word and it just like just it took off from there. <laughs> Tell us about when you first heard your first song on the radio. What did you feel like? What was what was going through your mind? I was very excited. What was it? It was burning. burning it was yeah. burning and I and I think I remember the first time I heard burning on the radio I had to be at Central Plaza at the time. And I think I was like, we're driving out, out of the plaza, and right as we reached the road, like to turn on the road, like I heard it and I was like, whoa, what was this it is happening. <laughs> like, channel, we're doing it. Yeah, like, for real, because I remember, you know, like, I wasn't exposed to music very much like that. I never mm-hmm. knew any musicians or anything like that, so. I didn't know, like I didn't have even an idea what it would feel like to have myself heard on such a platform as the radio where people listen to every day, even me. So, yeah. Outside of reggae music, like, who, we're gonna talk about our favorite artists. Yeah, please. Outside of reggae, who like in hip hop? Like if I say Drake or Pusha T, who would you prefer? Moda said Drake, like, I, I told myself that I would listen to some Pusha T, but I haven't gotten around to much of that, but may I forgive him, I tried to. Lyrical content is... Yeah, I hear that. It's sick. I hear that. I hear <laughs> it's that. sick. 
Um, Alright, let's just go into our love for our favorite artist, the African giant. Yeah. Burner! Burner boy, when did you. What is it about Burner that you really love? I remember watching a video one time about like almost two years ago. Almost two years ago, um, or probably about a year ago on Instagram, and I think it was like somebody was doing a photo shoot, and his song Ye was playing in the background. And I was like, I've never heard anything like this before. Like, who is this? And we comment, and I was like, Who sing the song? And the director missed the song, and we look up him album outside mm -hmm. and then I took it from there and I went to you know I think it's on a spaceship mm -hmm. and it's like I was like whoa and then we just start listening over and over mm -hmm. until I learned all this stuff and I was listening to singles outside of that and it was just like a newfound enlightenment like yeah. wow I didn't know this kind of talent yeah. existed to be honest he's amazing I don't he know is. You know, Lara's over there probably rolling her eyes out right mm -hmm. now. We don't care. <laughs> we love Burner. I've been following Burner for eight years, and mm. his single "Run My Race" is the first thing that perked me up. <laughs> and I was just like, this kid is dope. The visuals of the video, yeah. and everything was dope. You know, you know that song. I'm not sure if I know that song, but I was looking at some of his earlier videos. I know of. Two of them, I think, like he had low hair, and I think a part of it had him driving, and there's another one that he was in like a white, like he was, he was an angel in the yeah, video. Yeah. We remember if, what the names of those. We <laughs> got to burn a ranking. Every man. time. Burn a ranking is the boss. When you come to Jamaica, it's also um, Burner's giving you a visa. He's offered a visa for you to Nigeria. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Burner, I just like to say, oh, I am an auntie. And <laughs> coffee is going to Nigeria, Lagos. Auntie Odessa has to come. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toast now. Toast has become a celebration anthem for 2019. Did you ever expect this song to be this big? And what was the vibe working with, like, a Walshy fire? Big up Walshy, my homie. Yeah. And what was your... Did you ever know? Like, everywhere you go now, this flies out. Yeah. Toast, celebration, this, that. Did yeah. you ever know it would become that big? No, I never imagined it would... I remember just writing the song based on like feeling exactly what I expressed in it and also thinking about the rhythm like this is new like I've never because before that I had when I wrote that song I had only burning and ragamuffin out mm -hmm. already so I was like okay um well this is a different type of beat you know to you know burning which is like a reggae vibe and then ragamuffin which is like a spin-off of the reader record yeah. so I was like mm, this is different I don't know how people are going to feel about it <laughs> but I like it and I hope the Jamaican people are able to yeah, accept this reading for what it was like, yeah you know what I mean so it's like yeah when I when I when I released it I wasn't skeptic but I was curious to see like what what the response would have been like and it really blew me away to be honest based on my expectations or what were not expectations mm -hmm. at the time yeah man it's 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 huge. Yeah. Like you have people from Hollywood celebrities dancing to it. Everybody's it's huge. Like my brother in London who you met. Yeah. <laughs> I met him. I done this. I met yeah. him like right. I think I met him like on the street. You know yeah. what? But he was like he was he had his bookstall. Yeah. And I was walking on the road yeah. and and he like him hit me up and he said, You know what, you know, you know, um <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because me and Tammy just walk and like you know Tammy was like she was a bit protective so she, at first she was she was like um you know whatever and he was like 
um, what is his brother and I'm gonna say yo general but I was greeting him and then like I went over to his bookstore and was like looking at a few of his books and I really love what he's yeah. doing I must say yeah. so big him up him my cousin that does that so yeah I saw him I as well my man that don't yo Marie yo Marie right? Like, <laughs> right my brother's like serious person and yeah. he's just like yo Dessa let me tell you something about that and say, yo, I don't, I don't normally do this, you know. I don't yeah, normally do this, yeah. and I say, yo, I appreciate it. I said, it's not wrong. I said, make sure you said all this. So, my brother's a man that don't write young, fresh reggae artists, and he writes you, so that means, yeah. and he's like, I love that toast song. I appreciate it. It's wicked. Yeah. It's so, I, when my brother gives it the rep, I know it's going to be really good, but on your EP, my tune yeah. is blazing. Yeah. And I love what you're saying in the song, it's very political. What were you thinking at that time when you wrote Blazing? One know them can't hurt, get the youth stand firm. When your life starts like the matrix And you're always just up in the latest Travel go everywhere in a spaceship How to get the youth if you relate with Yeah Take a step in a wish too Spanish down but we grew as I said, like I'm a person who like I, I offer to you what is actually within me at all times. So it's like exactly what I was saying to, in the song. I'm like, just a thing, and I say, I remember you know, living in Spanish, so you see a lot of things. Holy, and then you don't see a lot of things because there's a lot of stuff that is missing from Spanish. So like you know, good representation from the government who mm-hmm. come in the communities and make sure everything is alright. They don't really do that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like me saying, you know, yeah, some, and then I went to high school at Arden in Kingston mm-hmm. so it's like I would come to Kingston sometimes and I would see the difference and I would see how like people operate in here especially you know like police officers and stuff and it's like me I say so well, I'm to Spanish town mm-hmm. and I say you have some of them who them just go around and flaunt flaunt where them buy with the, with the, mm-hmm. the citizens their money and it's mm-hmm. like you would never really help help and I remember I was also thinking like me I say I can't bash like the government within like for for doing or not doing what they are are not doing but they can do more for them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I said personally, if I were to put myself in such a position or even to be the prime minister, I would have literally you see, instead of like buy a huge house or buy this one bugger, this and that and this and that, I would have literally take a special interest in helping my country, even if it's out of my pocket. Like, would I be the one prime minister mm-hmm. where, they, where it's like, you know, say, if you're so needed, I'm going to find the money, I'm going to put it there regardless of the, whether the income is there for the government or not. Because they make, it's like, I'm not, not going like, to go too deep on that. But we know based on how they operate, you know, they're, they're having some really nice, you know, them not, but I mean, exactly like, if you're putting yourself in that, why work so hard to be placed there, to be voted for? For, and then you don't really do what it takes. I think you know that what I mean? every government official should, who is representing your community, should live in the community. Even there should talk. be nobody in government yeah. that doesn't, that's repping a community that doesn't live in that actual I know, know about the community. But they need to live there to know. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to rep this area, Elton, where you're from, Live there mm-hmm. so that you know what's going on in the community. At all so times, and 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 what that happen, what that helps as well is that if like whatever the community is going through, you're going through it at the same time, so you won't like turn a blind eye exactly. to exactly the things going on. Cause yeah, I feel it too. You know, that's so, always dope. Thank so you. So I'm just letting your company, your record company, everybody know that yo. And what was it like, like working with Jane? 
It was awesome, and I was actually saying. You recorded uh, it together in the studio. No, we didn't together. get the chance to. But oh. to be honest with you, Teflon sent me that beat, mm-hmm. and I was listening to it, and I knew I wanted to work on it, but I didn't know what to put at all. And it's like, like I felt very stuck, and I hit Teflon, and I was like, "Hey, um, I could I get Jane on this track for me, please?" And she sent over the chorus, the hook that she mm-hmm. has there now. And it's like, I'm just listening to I'm say, what? And I'm done the song, and I like, wow. quick, quick timing, because wow. like, the all inspiration for my lyrics came from what that she was saying, thing. especially. Yeah. But it means it's, it's, it hits me. Yeah, it thank you. Me. And thank it, it complemented your, whatever you did, it just complements it. Thank so you. It's, it's just, oh my God, it's dope. It's anyway, cool. I know you're a busy woman. <laughs> We're going to link up a little bit further and a little bit more later. Um, is there anything you want to put out there to to everybody? Um, not necessarily, but big up yourself, Odessa. And thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. No problem, my love. <laughs> you always got my support. You know I'm auntie. Thank you. you always got my support. <laughs> All right, that's it. Reasonings with Odessa with the amazing coffee tours. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'd like to thank my special guest, Coffee. You're beautiful. You're a star. Keep shining. Also, I would like to thank my Drinky Poo sponsors, which was Ray and Nephew White Rum. Always have that with a little bit of coffee, guys. It works. Also want to thank Vigilante Studios, Prince DOS Productions, Sensi Medical Cannabis House. And of course, you guys, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. Until the next one, I'm your host, Odessa. Linkage Laters. Peace.